0: Flings? Greetings. My mic is crooked. Uh-oh. It is wobbly. Weeble wobbles, but so they don't fall down. Who? What are
1: weebles? Oh, the Weeble wobbles, the toys. Mm-hmm. Yes. So they don't okay. Fall down. I do. I had a teacher that looked like a weevil.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he was terrible. Terrible. Are they shaped like pears? Or it was like the pill? Yeah, what it's kind of like about? a pair. No, that's, you're right. And you just kind of, kind of like, um, who are those guys in Alice in Wonderland? Tweedledum and Tweedledee. Yeah, that's what I would think that a Weevil, if was actually a human, would look like.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's okay. what it would look like. What's
0: Weevil. your name? I almost said the wrong one. <laughs> um, you
1: know, I'm Velma. Velma. Okay, Velma. I'm really? Daphne. Nice to meet you. <laughs> nice to meet you for the first time ever on this podcast today. I know. We are meeting I'm... somebody for the first time ever on this podcast today. We are? Who? We are meeting uh, Lisa Russell of Squankapalooza.
0: Oh, I saw Squonk Palooza. So it came up like in an ad for me because nice. you talked about the Squonk earlier, uh huh. Which is a little wrinkly guy that hides um, and cries. Really himself. wrinkly
1: guy, yeah.
0: Um, but they were doing Squonk and I reached out to her, and she was like, "Hey, you want me to come on the podcast to talk about it? This is the first year they're doing Heck it, and yeah. we we're going to chat with her a little
1: bit." No, I can't wait to hear about it. We uh, recorded an interview, or not that, not I. I can't wait to hear about it. I can't wait for y'all to hear it. Yeah, we recorded an interview. Yeah, it was and, great. Yeah. Here it is. Nice.
0: So I uh, I'm a big fan of your Etsy to kind of start off with. Yes, so cute. Oh, thank you. Um, thank you. But this is Velma and Daphne. Um I and we are speaking with Miss Lisa that Miss Lisa is Russell. the the runner, the owner, the manager of Cryptid Comforts, which I love. Why thank you. Um <laughs> I can't wait to get some of those cat toys. I know, the Fresno oh,
1: yeah. Nightwalkers are so cute.
0: They're adorable. I what? have a
2: lot more cat toys now, too.
0: I yes. was actually just looking, and I was like, oh, she's got a Bigfoot. Yeah, you love Bigfoot. Oh, I do, yeah. And that's my Bigfoot favorite.
2: <laughs> I'm doing a Nessie now. And,
0: oh, that's uh, exciting.
2: Yeah, oh i god. got gosh. new coming.
0: Oh, that'll be really cool. We both have multiple cats. <laughs> yeah, so we're gonna be buying you out every tell time.
2: Myself. I've got two cats, and my one, uh, my youngest, Highway. He likes to test the products, so every time I make a new batch, he gets a new toy. Oh, oh yay! I
0: love that he gets Highway right. with the catnip. <laughs> but that's his cute.
2: favorite so far has been a Jeffrey
1: Dahmer catnip toy. So. <laughs>
0: He's
2: I'm obsessed with
0: that. I think that's, that's amazing. amazing. Jeffrey Dahmer catway. I mean that's like the whole world is
2: turning <laughs> yeah. instead That one he smokes too. Like that one I didn't give him. He took it.
1: Oh. He knows hey, a man who knows what he wants. I understand. <laughs> so was uh, Jeffrey Dahmer <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh, well God. let's tell us a little bit about Squankapalooza.
2: Well, I would love to. So August 26th from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., we are having some festivities in Johnstown, Pennsylvania at Central Park there, and it's going to be in honor of the Swamp. which... <laughs> For those not familiar with Squonk, maybe I should uh, go ahead yes. and... Yes. <laughs>
1: we've, we've, we've touched a little bit on him before, but yeah, we definitely need... We need a deep dive. Yes.
2: <laughs> yeah, so the Squonk is a folklore creature from lumberjack times, uh, and basically he is the saddest creature in the whole world. <laughs> Poor guy. Poor oh. guy. He's said to live in the northern hemlock forest in Pennsylvania, and he cries all the time because he's so ugly.
0: He's I love him. got a
2: very low self-esteem. Doesn't like to see his own reflection, and his skin doesn't fit. And he's just a sad little boy. <laughs> so uh, I love the squonk and i think uh to honor the squonk because i mean i feel like we can all kind of relate to feeling a little insecure and sad at times yeah um i mean the squonk feels it to an extreme oh and you can't (laughs) capture a squonk because if you tried if you snuck up behind a squonk and shoved it in a sack it would cry so much it would dissolve itself (gasps) like (laughs) the saddest creature it's it's awful, but it's also it was super inspiring when I read about the Spong and yeah. learned about him. First, I made the Spong plushie, of course, mm-hmm. yeah, because uh, everything I do starts off as a stuffy, and then uh, that's fair. I, would, I had this great <laughs> idea, or in my mind, I thought it's great uh, to write a children's book about Squonk.
1: Yes, I see uh,
2: that. Where I, uh, you know, kind of show him some body positivity and teach him that he's beautiful the way he is and Dogman is the secondary character who shows kindness and compassion and befriends the squonk and and teaches him that he is special the way he is um so yeah I've always found the squonk to be you know very inspirational and he's kind of become my central creation uh for my business even though Mm -hmm. I make like 30 different cryptid plushies the squonk has definitely kind of taken Focus. Mm-hmm. I've got the Squawk mascot suit. Uh, <laughs> yes, I love that so, so good, much. Yes. I didn't know you had a
0: mascot suit for the for squonka palooza Oh man! Oh,
2: well, I, I just have the suit. I will wear the it You just I have, have it. I, I saw
1: pictures. It's amazing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I haven't seen pictures of you. Yeah. So, so good. Good. the
2: pictures that you see of uh, someone dressed up as Squawk—that's me.
0: That's <laughs> amazing. <laughs>
2: That makes me so happy. I, yes. I am the squonk, and uh, yeah. So throwing the festival was an idea that I originally had. I mean, quite a while ago, I loosely had the idea, and I and I threw it out to a few people. I was like, oh, we should do a squonk fest, and <laughs> no one really took me seriously until I said it to Joe, and Joe was like, let's do it. So, Joe of Crypto Theology is my partner on Squonkapalooza. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we were just uh, messaging one day last May, right before the Hodag Heritage Festival, because mm-hmm. we were both going to go to that. And I, I mentioned Palooza, and he's like, Yeah, let's do it. I live in Pennsylvania. It's was like, oh, Okay. And so we started planning. Like, that was our first time actually meeting in person was at the Hodak Heritage Festival. So, the day before the festival, we went, we had lunch, and we started planning Squonka Palooza. And how long ago was that? Although, that was May. Okay. So, okay. May of 2022 okay. was when we started planning. Um, and, you know, roughly coming up with ideas and things like that, and trying to figure out if it was something that we could actually pull off. Mm-hmm. and. We're still working on figuring that out. <laughs> no, <we're trying.
0: laughs> Have so, you ever thrown a fest so before like this? No. Oh, okay. This so, that, like, you're new to my the Palooza first scene. Time <laughs>
2: posting an event. So, I'm a vendor at a lot of events. I tour all year long and, and I do tons and tons of events throughout mm-hmm. the year. But this is my first time posting an event. Oh, my goodness. That's fun. Well, good for you. Congrats. Yeah, seriously. Thank you. So, yeah, having been to a bunch of events, I kind of see what I like about certain events and, Mm I, you know, what I don't like. And I've tried very hard to, you know, kind of pull all the things that in my mind make the perfect event. Um. so the idea of having more than just, you know. Vendors and speakers, which, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of these events have vendors and speakers. But then having the entertainment aspect too mm-hmm. um, was something if that's something that's happened, I think, more at like some of the horror festivals that I've done. Like I've seen some really cool acrobatics at events yeah, and things like I'm that. Sure, especially and like, so I kinda wanted to incorporate stuff like that. Unfortunately, our entertainer that I booked canceled yesterday. Oh no. Oh, no. So I'm working on booking someone else because he he did like stilt walking and juggling and you know all the oh stuff. And so I was really excited about having him, but then he messaged me yesterday and he had to cancel for a family thing. So I understand, yes, happen. it happens. Um,
1: I'm sure you'll find somebody.
0: Yeah,
1: it, there's going to be so somebody that her. wants to perform for Squonk.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah. It's been so things that we're having trouble finding that are important to us are the entertainment mm-hmm. and food trucks i don't know what the deal is but we're having trouble getting people to show up for food
0: wow like, that shocked me i like was taken aback by that because i feel like everywhere i, I know go, all the calm. food trucks that i know are
2: right. on all, it like,
0: yeah they're like <laughs> yeah let's go i lived in Portland
2: these are the two things that you would never have trouble finding at an event. Right, <laughs> right. No problem. <laughs> Range people doing stilt walking, they just show up on a whim in <laughs> I mean, yeah. in Portland, Oregon, we have a guy who rides around on a unicycle playing the bagpipes wearing yes. a finger <laughs> And that's normal. So that's what I'm used to. I'm not used to this. It's, it's hard to find someone to come out and act so, crazy uh, and do weird so stuff or put up a food truck. Like that That's new to me. So I'm learning. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Being from, like, Illinois area, like, I feel like Illinois and, weirdly, I feel like Illinois and, like, Pennsylvania are kind of similar in that aspect. There's not a whole lot of food trucks around here either. There's not. Yeah, there's really? no. Where in
2: Illinois are you?
0: So we're by um, the Kankakee area. We're we're it's like 45,
1: 40 minutes south of Chicago. Okay. So you we can like I have hop on the highway and get there pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. But we're still in the country.
2: Yeah. Cool. Yeah, one of my best friends lives in Urbana, and so I spend a lot of time there. And that's where I want to live.
0: Yeah, I don't think that's that okay. far away. I think that's like an hour, hour and a half.
2: Oh, nice. Yeah, I love Urbana. Yeah. Great little town and super liberal, kind of a college town, but nice. just a nice vibe. And people are so nice. There's a lot to do. And I really loved how they handled COVID. And mm-hmm. So, yeah, I really, yeah, we uh, would love, I to love to have live. you. I, I can't get my significant other on board. Oh,
1: it's no. mighty cold here. That's
2: <laughs> uh, I'm living in Colorado right now.
1: So oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Cold. Yeah. That's yeah. I'm I'm from the south, so this is I've been up in Illinois for like 3 years and I'm yeah, not yeah, used I to it up yet. In oh um, nice. Oh, we want to go I, to Nashville so bad
0: yeah. <laughs> so we keep trying to plan a girls trip down to Nashville because yeah. my sister lives not too far away from there and we have not been able to yet, but one of these we'll days get we're going to get there. <laughs> Last yeah, summer we're
2: yeah, I grew up there and it's changed so much since I left. I've been gone for about 16 years now. Mm-hmm. So
0: Oh. But there's no squamps in Nashville. They're only well, in Pennsylvania, right? Oh yeah. Where are where
2: they goes? are They are in Pennsylvania, but maybe I mean, who knows? That was nineteen ten when they were uh, seen in Pennsylvania, so maybe they've migrated spread. down south
1: now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You gotta find where the logging
0: is. Yeah.
1: No, I'm gonna ask <laughs> they look, could I,
0: be anywhere. I asked this question about any everything, which I feel like I'm starting to realize. Where do you think the name Squonk came from?
2: Okay, so I've actually been delving a little into some research on that recently because um, I didn't really know of it until the 1910 book, uh, Fearsome Creatures of the Lumberwoods. Like that's where-
1: Great name the for a book. <laughs> I had
2: heard, but somebody sent me a couple articles recently that uh, mentioned Squonk prior to 1910. Whoa. And one of them, <laughs> One of them was a place called Squonk. Oh. I'm not sure where that was. And the other one was this, like, story about this poetess who, like, did her performance and then some people were like, oh, blah, 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 like, took her, her poetry as a serious question and started giving mm. her advice, which annoyed her. And uh, and then they say something about um, the Squonk bird, which... <laughs> I took to mean that, that that was slang discussing her and her sour disposition. Oh, no. And bird being slang for a woman in uh, <laughs> cultures at the time. So to call her a squonk bird um, is basically like calling her a sour bird.
1: Right. Uh, I can forget so that I was vibe. Like,
2: okay. So it is possible that the word squonk um, had a negative connotation prior to squawk creature and that's why they use that word um so for something that is sad or upset all the time maybe that's that could have been slang prior to that but I'm still working on trying to figure that out but it seems like it it was a slang term before the creature existed
0: I'm impressed that you like that. I know I ask that question every time Daphne brings up a word I'm like where did that come from
2: I never
0: never know. does she have an answer, and you hit me with one right that
2: away. I'm yeah, really awesome. impressed. I mean, I might be wrong. <laughs> at that, least
0: there's a
1: hypothesis. <laughs> at
2: this point, um, given the limited knowledge that I have.
1: But it makes, I mean, that kind of makes sense. I can see Squonk being like a uh, Quick
0: being such a squonk Yeah, and the fact that you said <laughs> it with such
2: confidence, nobody's going to know. Nobody's oh, going to know. I mean, no. Honestly, if you say anything with enough confidence, people will believe you.
1: Exactly. That's how I graduated college. <laughs> That's how I've
2: lived my whole life. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay,
0: so besides the squonk, who are your top other three cryptids? Well,
2: I have an affection for the Grafton monster. I've often said that if I had to choose a cryptid to be my boyfriend, it would be the Grafton monster. I don't know much about the Grafton um, me monster. Me neither. Who's that? You. you- He's a one-off cryptid, but he's very big and burly, but has no head. And, uh, <laughs> Perfect. It was sighted once in Grafton, West Virginia, and there's not a whole lot of information about the Grafton monster, but the way that I picture him, he's just very very cuddly uh, for a big guy. I think um,
1: about Mothman. I <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love
2: him everyone loves mothman mothman's very fascinating and that's such a good story
1: mm-hmm. um
2: and the mothman festival is like one of my favorite things ever
1: we haven't uh, been uh, no we want to go it's on our bucket list
2: I, I got to go for the first year i was a vendor in 2019 and then 2020 2021 it was canceled mm-hmm. so 2022 i was there and oh my god because it was a canceled for two years in a row over 20,000 people showed up I think oh yeah Whoa. It was
0: bananas. I've heard that the hotel rooms sell out like a year in advance
2: oh yeah no I booked my hotel as I was leaving the hotel that weekend
1: <laughs> for the That's next the smartest thing to <laughs> yeah.
2: do you have to yeah it's it really is crazy and people if you wait you gotta stay like an hour outside of town which Dang. I mean not the worst. I, I did that in twenty nineteen because my Airbnb actually canceled on me uh Oof. like a week before and, but she found me another place. Like she was very nice about it. She felt oh, really gotcha. terrible. Her mom was in the hospital. It wasn't her oh, fault. Oh
0: yeah. then never but never mind I feel bad. I always do that. <laughs> jump in the gun. But uh, <laughs> she
2: found me another place to stay but it was further out.
0: But, oh yeah. Okay, but
2: yeah,
0: it, so we got the yeah, Grafton Monster, sure. Mothman, and who's sure. your other top
2: three? Okay, so, hmm, well, I've always, I, I think this probably is because, so, I lived in Oregon for a long time, and okay. I used to sit at my friend's house she lived right on the Columbia River and I'd sit out on her back deck with Larry the cat and <laughs> watch the river looking for Colossal Claude
0: oh I know Colossal Claude okay, okay. So,
2: I love I love me some Colossal Claude uh, because he was one of my local cryptids that I actually you know knew where he
0: was yeah, from yeah. And did you ever that see him? time there Mm-hmm. Did you ever see him?
2: Maybe. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's hard to know. You see things moving in the water, yeah. and you immediately are like, "Ooh, what's that? And sometimes, you know, it's a seal. Sometimes it's birds. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's a log. Sometimes it's colossal claw. Right.
0: You just <laughs> dropped some lines there. That could have been a yeah, wrap. That, was a-
2: <laughs> <laughs> that could have been good.
0: Um, do you know of the Pacific Northwest tree
2: octopi? Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. I actually, I used, to, I used to teach when I lived in Portland. Uh, and I was working an after-school program at Portland Jewish Academy when uh, I started getting into cryptids. And so I would talk about cryptids to some of my students. But one of my students in particular, <laughs> he actually thought that they were real, the, the tree octopus. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. And, Poor kid. I told me very matter of factly, oh no, those are real. <laughs> and I'm
1: like, oh. Mm, uh, no, honey. Not. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. No. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> but yeah, it was really, really funny because I don't even know how he had heard of them.
1: Right. But he was
2: familiar with the tree octopus, but 100% believed that it was the thing.
1: Oh, my gosh. That's adorable. Oh, my gosh, That's goodness. actually yeah. adorable. What? I think
2: he was fourth, fourth or fifth grade at the time. Okay. That's okay. So that's old, old
0: enough that you should know <laughs>
2: that an uptree
0: octopus doesn't exist. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what uh,
1: what initially got you into uh, being interested in cryptids? Or did it just kind of okay. happen? It was Larry the cat. Uh,
2: <laughs> so, I was teaching at, at PJ when uh, I, I would teach summer discovery classes. Um, where I got to create my own curriculum, my own class, whatever oh, I wanted so fun. It to be. And uh, so one of my friends at the time, uh, Fuff, she uh, suggested that I teach a class called Unicorns, Unicorns, Unicorns. And I was like, wow, oh, that's a bit too many unicorns. I'm like, <laughs> I love these some unicorns, but let's, uh, let's switch it up a little. So I came up with the name Unicorns, Dragons, and Bigfoots. Oh, my. Oh, oh I love that. And so I started forming a class around this idea that I was dealing with mythical creatures. Mm -hmm. Um, But then I started doing research into, like, the origins of, I mean, the origin of the unicorn is fascinating. The origin of dragons, it's Mm -hmm. fascinating. Isn't the
0: unicorn supposed to be Jesus? Huh? Isn't the unicorn supposed to be Jesus? No. Okay. There was
2: there was an animal called an Elasmus uh-huh. mm-hmm. Uh I'm probably pronouncing that wrong because I've only read about it. I've never actually heard, heard the it word out loud, loud <laughs> other than when I say it. Um, so, but it was like a big woolly rhino. Um, Love it. But they found out that it did exist during the time when humans existed, so and cool. so when. There was mention of a unicorn being a one-horned creature Mm -hmm. um, because the Elasmos had, like, a horn right on the front of its face, Mm -hmm. a huge horn. And so I think that that is probably the creature that they were referring to. That's totally fascinating. How, like, when people talk about different creatures and things, you know, or just talk in general, after a while things get misconstrued Mm -hmm. or like a game of
1: telephone yeah yeah everything changes over time even if you look at like medieval drawings like of cats even those look crazy so if they were trying to draw something else who knows what they're gonna come up with yeah
2: (laughs) right and i mean if you're describing to someone i saw this majestic beast with one horn like you might picture a horse as a more majestic beast um but there were also goat unicorns. Um,
1: Cute. A and
2: so, I mean, yeah, if you look in some old artwork, you'll see that it's a goat that has one horn as the unicorn. Um, there's the Siberian... Art. The is the Siberian unicorn, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then there's... Uh, the Okapi was thought of as a type of unicorn I when it stands this. a certain way and you can only see one horn, but then it turns mm-hmm. and you realize it has two. But Okapis were also cryptids for a long time.
1: Yep. Yeah, we just recently talked about that too. Oh, and, yeah. and the Tasmanian tiger was... Yeah. Or is uh-huh. considered yes. extinct, but...
2: Yeah. But
0: people still think that right. they're
2: out yeah.
1: there.
2: Yeah. So yeah cryptozoology kind of covers a wide range and whether Mm -hmm. that's an extinct being who uh people still think they see like the tasmanian tiger or creatures that you know people have seen but nobody believes Mm -hmm. like the duck-billed platypus which is the perfect example of a former cryptid because that is such a weird creature that if somebody came to you and said i saw this weird like beaver but it had a duck bill and laid eggs and oh by the way it's super poisonous yeah, like no right. i'm no, you sorry didn't. that doesn't sound real <laughs> you i
0: believe in the jersey that. devil before that one <laughs> i feel like no i call bullshit that's
2: nothing <laughs> yes but then again there it is but yeah it's there a he thing is. Show- this is my take on cryptozoology. If a duckbill platypus can be real, anything can.
1: Yes, I love that. I feel that way. When, when it, <laughs> with dragons, I uh, there's a beetle that can shoot fire out of his butt, and I don't know. My mom always said what? if a beetle can shoot fire out of his butt, then dragons can exist. And I was like, you're right. Fair <laughs> what kind of beetle can? There's a beetle that shoots sparks out of his butt for self defense. <laughs> yes
0: crazy animals out there oh yeah yeah oh yeah and they all are so unique and so weird even like giraffes right yeah that one should be crazy that should not exist shouldn't exist it doesn't make sense
2: they shouldn't
0: but they do and they're beautiful and i've fed one so oh my gosh i would i'm so jealous that's really cool
2: it, it was amazing. I had a friend who worked at the Nashville Zoo who let me go behind the scenes and be the giraffe.
0: You had a very amazing life. I'm quite jealous. Why, thank you. <laughs> and so when I, you,
2: I try to have fun when yeah. you were
0: teaching. Just I want to make sure I understand. What exactly was your major oh, yeah. topic? What was the class like, like yeah. what was the class like?
2: Was oh, it like a science class? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so, yeah, I did uh, the class Unicorns, Dragons, and Bigfoots, oh my, and later I actually did another cryptid class also. I think I called that one uh, Krakens and Mermaids and Sea Monsters, oh my. Uh, <laughs> that was a follow-up class. Uh, so it would just, uh, each day we would have art projects, and we talk about different cryptids, and i tell the kids stories, and uh, my favorite part about that class was when. You know, whenever I tell some crazy story about a cryptid, I, inevitably a kid in the class would be like, um, Miss Lisa, is that true? <laughs> <laughs> and, and I would laugh and I'd be like, well, everything I'm teaching you in this class may or may not be true.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, that's just a fun thing to tell kids. Be like, yeah, I'm teaching a class <laughs> on things that may or may not be true.
0: Could be. <laughs> Could be. you got to figure this out. This is your life goal now. You're going to yeah, have several little those back uh, to you.
2: Yeah, I did, I did Unicorns, Dragons, and Bigfoots, I think, three or four years, and I changed, I changed the class curriculum each mm-hmm. year to keep it fresh for everyone. That is so fun. Because that was a summer discovery class, mm-hmm. so the kids would retake that
1: class. Right, right, right. I want to
0: take this class. I know. That sounds like a blast. Yeah. What a fun yeah, thing.
2: Yeah, I do miss teaching it. It was a lot of fun.
0: You should absolutely do a class at Squankapalooza. <laughs>
2: That would be fun. Yeah. I would do it. only time. I mean, I already know. I've got my hands full with hosting and vending and doing children's True. story time. And, oh, uh, story time with your book? Yeah, I, I'm going to actually, we're going to do a few different, like, cryptid children's books and I've uh, got a couple people who want to come read, so. Wow, yeah.
1: that's, cute. that's so read. fun.
2: Or at least be there with my squonk suit for the kids, and yeah, you know.
0: that yes. makes me so happy. You're doing some good deeds here for the childrens and for the swamp <laughs> They both appreciate it. I,
2: I'm trying, but yeah, I'm super excited about this event. I, if everything goes as planned, it should be really great because um, we'll have games and entertainment, and you know, we're trying to get. The entertainment sorted <laughs> hopefully by then we'll get it um but yeah we'll have a bunch of different games that kids can play and it's all free of charge so people can just come and enjoy that's awesome. the event speakers you don't pay extra for speakers or anything um so everything is free for people to come so that hopefully everyone will just spend their money with the vendors right yeah. uh, that's my goal is I really want it to be a successful event for everyone involved I want everyone to come and feel like, you know, they had a good time. And, you know, I, I've done so many of these events as vendors and mm-hmm. so many are really great. And then there are a few that are just really awful. And so <laughs> as a vendor, I, I think, uh, you know, that side of it is more important to me than anything else. Making sure my vendors are happy
1: yeah, and totally.
2: get something out of it. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm really, really, really excited about it, and it also happens to be one of our vendors' birthdays. So, uh, so yeah, we're gonna have a little birthday party after party for him. Oh, that's gonna be great great.
1: celebration!
0: I'm really excited about this. Everything that you told
2: me, I'm excited to go there. I'm excited
0: to be a part of it, especially the first annual Squonkapalooza. Right. This is. I think this is gonna be a big thing. I think you got
1: you got something here. There's
0: a good thing going.
2: I'm, I'm, I think so, and people seem excited about it, people in general seem more excited about the Squonk. I mean, I have been promoting the Squonk for over a year now um, to get people more interested in, in the Squonk and spread the word of the Squonk. I did, you know, 2022 year of the Squonk all over social media all last year and got a lot of other artists to start creating Squonks and yeah. I love it. He's a good, I
1: feel like he's, yeah, he's good to, he's a good cryptid to talk about because it's, you know, you can promote being, feeling positive about yourself. (laughs) Yeah,
0: and not feeling comfortable on your skin. And the other thing too is there's really no record of what he, I mean, like there's descriptions of what he looks like, but it's a little bit different, like on everybody's perspective of what they read about the squonk and then when they draw it. Every picture looks so different. I mean, so all you different. really
2: know is, like, his skin doesn't fit and that he's crying. And, I mean, basically, I kind of picture him like a weird little Sharpe. Yes. And, uh,
1: <laughs> With a pig's neck. I mean. I love Sharpees.
2: I will say, my Squonk is, is a pretty cute version of the Squonk. And some people do the cute version. Some people do a really scary, ugly version. <laughs> um Yeah. There's some really interesting squonk art. It's very diverse. And I mean, I've seen some people give him like little elephant trunk and I I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So there's all kinds of different, different ways you can depict the squonk. Um,
1: What was when, when they started, when, when he came around with the logging industry, what was his, I can't remember what his like purpose was.
2: I didn't feel like you really had a purpose.
1: That's, that's fair. So, I'm trying to, you know, other cryptids, there's always like something that they're doing.
2: Mm-hmm. No, it didn't seem like Squunk really had much purpose. He was just <laughs> crying all the time. Poor and God. it may have been a way for them to explain like wet areas in the ground that they couldn't explain oh, and things like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I'm not sure. Where the lumberjack lore actually like stems from, yeah. like I know with the hodag, where the legend came from. I know with the slide rock boulder, where that legend came mm-hmm. from. But with squonk, I'm not real sure what the lumberjacks were experiencing that made them come up with that story.
1: Yeah, that made them think yeah, about him. That's very interesting. That makes me, I mean, that makes me happy for some reason.
0: I don't know. He sounds really great. <laughs> I know. I want a pet squonk, but I can't have one because you can't catch him. He'll cry himself to death. I know, that's exactly. so sad, like a paper towel. I know, but right?
2: <laughs> with all of these artists coming out to honor the squonk and praise the squonk, maybe that'll make him happier, and maybe he'll come out and uh, start crying less and right. smiling more. I hope so.
0: Aww. Literally, Daphne's about to cry right now. She's her eyes are fully watering. I just want to point that I hope we can make him happy. I know we're gonna do everything we can. We're gonna make this the best squonk a palooza party ever.
2: <laughs> Heck yeah!
0: But I know that um it looks like it says we only got like six minutes, minutes remaining, left, yeah. so I don't want to go over. But thank you so much for coming on our show, and yeah. thank you so much for. Inviting us to come, MC. I am so excited. Yeah, it's
2: gonna be amazing. I'm excited for that too. I think it's gonna be a really fun event, and I'm glad that you guys want to come out
0: yeah, and absolutely. be there.
2: And, and I wish we had more time to do more stuff. And maybe if this year goes super
0: great, we can do a two day event next year. We'll see how it goes. Wow, it's yeah. gonna be a two day event next year. <laughs> we're gonna make this. We're gonna make this so amazing. Swank. Confident. Swans gonna come out in a yellow polka I want, bikini i also
2: want to say that i'm encouraging everyone to come in costumes if they would like to yes. like that's super encouraged well, if done. you want to strap on some stilts and juggle <laughs> while you're at
1: it you don't gotta cool. tell me twice to wear a costume
2: <laughs> we'll uh, absolutely be down I, I want it to be as entertaining as possible for everyone i will obviously be uh running around in a squonk suit part of the day Oh my goodness. So good.
0: I can't wait. And it will be really nice to meet you I'll and be able yeah. to put a name to the Squonk Face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: oh, man. Well, what, what's the date for the uh, Squonkapalooza again? Just so we.
2: August 26th. Nice. In Johnstown, Pennsylvania. You can find us at squonkapalooza.com on Instagram at Squonkapalooza. We're on Facebook also under Squonkapalooza. So, uh, yeah, Squonka Palooza.
1: It. <laughs> I love it's it. I love it.
2: Go to uh, Cryptid Comforts on Instagram. Yeah. It's Cryptid Comforts or Crypto Theology on Instagram. We'll both be uh, promoting it like crazy. So. Awesome.
1: awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We're super excited about all this.
0: Yeah, and I'm also going to uh, message you after this and get your address. I'm going to send you, we don't have much of it, but I would like to send you
1: we just got a little got our bit first of merch. merch. Yeah. And so
0: since you oh, decided to come some. on the, our podcast, I want to make sure you get Send it out. Some of our first stickers. <laughs> cool. So as a thank you for coming on for us and thank you for having us come. See ya. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm excited. We'll, uh we'll talk soon. Yes, talk I'll soon. You. Thank you so much, day. Lisa. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. All right, we're back.
0: Wasn't that such a fun interview? It was awesome. And can you believe we're going to be MCing squonka I literally cannot believe that. I am, <laughs> um, I've told my dad about it already, and he's super into it. He's going to be joining us. Love. I'm sure Fred will. Actually, we'll see. Well, and that's what was funny is... Um, my dad was asking if Fred was coming, mm-hmm. and he's like, well, well, just get a place together. Like, he just assumed that we were all going together, <laughs> and I was like, hold on. We'll grab a little Airbnb. Yeah, like, calm down. We'll we'll get there. But, but yeah, so thank you, Miss Lisa, for thank coming so on our, And once our again, that's show. at, at Squonkapalooza, mm-hmm. Come see us there. It's going to be a good time. <laughs> uh, I wish we had that button. I know, we have
1: a <laughs> <other laughs> I have a friend who... Uh, had an app on his phone that made that noise and he utilized it constantly and it never stopped being funny.
0: I don't know why it was so hilarious. I
1: know.
0: Before we get any further, I want to go into what we're smoking today. Oh, yes. So the Reefer Report. Is is. We're smoking some blue snow cone today. Blue snow cone. That's mm-hmm. so cute. I know. I really like this. Blue raspberry snow cone, oh. to be specific. It is a hybrid, known to relax, very good with anxiety, as we were talking about <laughs> before. Um How it's always good for anxiety, what makes you paranoid, not sure. But it's also sure. very fluffy and very... um a lot of powder on it, which I feel like that's a Ooh, good sign. Yeah. So we're gonna see how that works. Totes my goats. So see us at the end for the
1: reefer.
0: The reefer re- review. review.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. Speaking of reefer, <laughs> my I thought this was so funny, and next week we will be sampling this, um, or what? Next week, maybe whatever episode comes out next. Mm. Um, my father in law gave me a little jar full of <laughs> weed. <laughs> I thought I wonder how old that it is. Larrys. Uh, well he said at least a year. I we me and Fred went over to his house to work on some computer stuff. Uh where did he find it? I have no idea. He was like, I think it was from this person. I was supposed to give it to this person, but never did, so now you have it.
0: <laughs> and I you're like,
1: like, Great, thanks.
0: Thanks, Dad. <laughs> I appreciate the weed. Thanks, bud. That was awesome. At bud. Uh, <laughs> <you got it. laughs> I'm very funny. So you get to pick the number today. Oh. We're running out. I think we only got how many numbers left. I'll let you tell me. Let's see. It's not um, many. We're getting low.
1: And these four. Are... Only four numbers left. Ooh. Bless. I guess I'm just going to keep going straight down the list and say 14.
0: Okay, 14. Uh, that is over the north
1: <laughs> okay, that's a broad. Oh, on the <laughs> like the, on
0: the compass rose. The compass, the end. Oh. The compass rose. Let me see. Mm-hmm. That's really like, the only thing that's on top of it. Oh my goodness! It's like a big whale with like arms. Okay, <laughs> and feet. <laughs> Look at him. He's kind of cute. Oh gosh, what is
1: he? Oh uh, yeah, like seal whale. <coughs> Sorry, I'm dying. A
0: wheel, a sail. Is that what it says? Or no? Okay. I was trying to put "sea" and "whale" together. Seal and whale together. Do you want to read it, or should I? I Fourteen. Probably not. Um, it's called the the ninja. N i n g e n. Japanese sailors reported sightings of this whale humanoid with enormous (gasps) limbs swimming in the ocean waters near Antarctica. You know what I just pictured immediately when you said that? was a whale with, like, huge baby doll limbs attached to it. That's not what I pictured. I didn't picture what the drawing was, though, either. Right. I pictured something like...
1: People, arms and legs, but for some reason, like, big... Chubby baby doll I pictured Pearl (laughs) Pearl is just a regular whale
0: With humanoid mannerisms But that says humanoid arms and legs You're right (laughs) But that's what I pictured That's fair But once again This is um At D.I.Pod Super cute So we got four left of you guys I don't know what we're gonna do next Oh yes we do I already forgot (laughs) Don't I'm not me. looking, whoa, sorry, whoa, hiccup, calm down, she's not looking forward, like literally oh, so that, that was her yeah. reaction to what it is, <laughs> because of how uh, much I'm not looking forward to it, yeah, she's not going to like this, yeah. but we're going to get there, but, yeah, yeah, so, we're already pretty far into this episode because we had uh, an interview,
1: yeah, wowza palooza,
0: I know, Squonkapalooza. palooza, <laughs> we sure did. So I'm just gonna touch base a little bit about what I'm gonna be covering for at least the next episode. Sure. I have no idea how many episodes this will be. Too Pam, too furious, flashbacks. Whoa. <laughs> too furious, too Pam, too fast, too Pam. Mm-hmm. Too fast. Pam, Pam, Pam. <laughs> pam, 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 Pam. So Pam, <laughs> Pam, 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 Pam. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> you almost knocked your computer out the edge, too. All
0: right. <laughs> so this one I remember following from, like, the day it began. It's a very sad story. So trigger warning to anyone out there. This does involve violence, sexual abuse, and harming of children under the age of 18. We will get a trigger warning thing yeah, at the eventually. Yeah, eventually. One, one of these days. <laughs> but one of these days. I remember going through this, and this was all right before COVID. And it is a story of, I remember them called Doomsday Dad and Cult Mom. Crazy. Um, but Lori Vallow and Chad Daybell is the story. Mm, stupid uh, names. Stupid names for stupid people. But. It's a very sad story that we're going to get into. Um, however, I'm going to make fun of Lori as much as I can because she's nuts. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Um, but she's not nuts because she uh, passed her psyche eval, so she's good to go. So she's just evil. She's just... I remember playing games on the playground when I was a kid. When I was a child.
1: When I was a young warthog. Oh.
0: I have a fun fact <laughs> about that. Oh. Did you know... The song Hakuna Matata, which is the one Mm -hmm. you were just singing from, is, like, the most popular, one of the most popular Disney songs, correct? Of course, love. Okay, so that song talks about him farting. Mm -hmm. He was the first creature being whatever to fart on screen. Oh, my gosh. Without them letting him fart on screen, Hakuna Matata would not be a song. Because he talks about farting in the song Hakuna Matata. (laughs) So, for those of you who don't... (laughs) appreciate fart jokes. (laughs) I just have one thing to say. Oh, no. I need it, too. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I'm so sorry. sorry. I've never been able to use that button. I probably will never be able to use it again. Thank you so much. That's fair. When I was a young one talk. Anyways, so back to my story. Wait, you were going to say when you were a kid? Okay, so when I was a kid, I would play these games. Like, I remember these... I was very young, like maybe seven, eight, and I had just read, like, Narnia and things like that, and I would remember me and my friends would pretend to go through these portals. Sure. This is fully grown adults that are talking about these kind of things. Okay. Okay. So just to kind of get you in the level of where we're going. Okay. We're not starting strong. Great. Great, 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 great. So the first one I'm going to talk about is a Lori, Lori Vallow, is her, or Lori... Daybell, I think, is her name now. Gross. Um, But she was born Lori Noreen Cox in California in 1973. Okay. Um, She had two older brothers, Adam Cox... And Alex Cox. Alex Cox is another key player in the story. Okay. But these are just kind of her upbringing. From what I understand, she was born Catholic. I don't see exactly when she started going to the Church of Latter-day Saints. Mm -hmm. But the LDS Church has a very big play in this whole story. Yeah. Um, And granted, this is them taking it to the extreme. So they had... Let me get back to the story. Okay, so... (laughs) We'll get there. Okay. So, she had been married five times total. Okay. Right out of high school, she married her high school sweetheart. Okay. That didn't last very long. Um, Divorced. Married her first... Her next husband, William Legolia. L-A-G-I-O-I-A. William Yakovich? Yeah, William... (laughs) William. William Lobster son. William Defoe. William Shakespeare. William Lagoya. Okay. <laughs> that was my next guess. <laughs>
1: I'm hoping I'm saying that right. <laughs> ha- yeah.
0: Is it? I have no clue. How do you spell you, it? How do L-A- you spell it? Again? I feel like it's Italian. L A. G-I-O-I-A. LaGoya. LaGoya. Yeah, something like that. Okay, cool. So she marries William. Okay. Right after high school in 1995 and has Colby, which is her first child in 1996. So they had a kid right away. So this
1: is her high school sweetheart?
0: Nope, this is her second husband. Oh, that's right. Her high school sweetheart. There was, I couldn't even find his name. Oh my god. So he the, wasn't married okay. long. This is her second okay. husband. Um, they ended up... Having a bad relationship, lived in Texas, they end up getting divorced. Okay. Then she marries. So William Lagoya is gone. Long gone. Long gone. Divorced, <laughs> marries Anthony Ryan Jr. No, Jesus Christ. No last name? <laughs> marries Joseph Anthony Ryan Jr. Too many last names. Too Got many it. last <laughs> names. Yes. <laughs> Who legally adopted Colby in 2001. Okay. Uh, they were married, like, very quickly after they had met each other. And then they had a baby girl named Tylee. Cute. Which is, like, the cutest name. That she was so name. excited. Um, many reports were that Joseph... Joseph comes from a family of many kids, of about, like, I think it was, like, seven kids with him. And he was the oldest. And all of them were in the foster care system growing oh, up. Oh, okay. I'm and sorry. there's reports of him... Trying very hard to bring the family all together and mm-hmm. trying to get, get... all his siblings back together. Back together. Sure. Like, even, like, hosting, like, holiday parties, he would try and do something like that just so that way his family could be together. Mm-hmm. He never had any kids of his own until Tylee. Oh. That was his first kid. He was a little bit older than uh, Lori at the time. Okay. I think he was in his mid-40s. Okay. Um, and she was still, like, in her 20s. Okay. Um, but he adored Tylee oh. from what it sounds like. Yeah. The reason I say this is because there's many different stories about Joseph Ryan, and there are reports that he wasn't a great guy. Okay. But. But he was a good dad. Let me get to it. Okay, okay. Damn it. Okay. So, right after, right after she had Tylee and, you know, got back in shape, she actually competed in Mrs. Texas in 2004. Okay, girl. Right you got to watch these interviews. I'm going to send them to you. Okay. And I'll try and post a couple on our social media, but it's hard to do anything like that, you know, Um, because all I do is Instagram. <laughs> but she, there are so many warning signs in these interviews and everything that she's doing. She's like a per- perky little bubbly blonde, looks like the neighbor down the street, but she said, like, in one of the interviews, she says something like... I'm a full-time mom, I'm a good mom, I'm a good wife, and I'm working. I'm just a ticking time bomb. Oh boy. Mm, yeah. Things to look back on, right? As you do that. Yeah. She did not win. Um however she did go on later to be on Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> yep. I was not expecting that. <laughs> yep. Wheel of Fortune. Um <coughs> because God told him oh he, he was God told her that she was going to be on Wheel of Fortune. Uh Uh-oh. So she always had to have these, like, little premonitions where she'd be like, I knew I was going to be on Wheel of Fortune because God told me I was going to be on Wheel of Fortune. Okay, girl. It's like, oh, all right. You know what? Good for you. Way to go. (laughs) And she won, like, $17,000. So, like, enough money. Wowza. Yeah. Um, So she won some. Joseph supposedly, (laughs) over the years, started becoming, and I put supposedly in big caps, Supposedly. Because Colby's still around, who's the oldest child, okay? And he was the one that was, like, in the documentary that was talking and whatever. I don't know what it is about this kid, Mm -hmm. and I could have my completely wrong feeling. I really feel bad for this kid. He So one of her children is... One of her kids is still alive. Okay. The oldest. Okay, okay. That got out before any of this happened. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Um... But he says that Joseph Ryan, which was the one that adopted him and had Tylee, so husband number three, Mm -hmm. was abusive and was sexually abusive.
1: Oh. Okay. Well, there you go.
0: But a lot of lawyers and a lot of psychologists have said that Lori is a master manipulator and Mm. could have manipulated them into believing that that's what actually happened.
1: Damn.
0: And when we get into the story, mm-hmm. she manipulates everyone in her path. Okay. Anyone that comes in contact with her has, like, a jade of something over their eyes and does not see who she really is.
1: Whoa.
0: It's... The amount of stuff she gets away with is absolutely crazy. But... So whether he was very abusive or not, I'm not exactly sure. Okay. But we're going to say for this that it was ruled they were divorced... Lori got the rights to the kids, to the kids, but he was allowed to mm-hmm. see them on weekends because he was ruled that he was not abusive. Okay. So we're gonna say that he was not abusive. Okay. Just because the courts. That's what courts says. That's yeah. what courts says. All right. All right. I hear you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I hear. hear ya. Ya. I hear. See. I, 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 I See. I see, I
0: see when Colby told his mom that he was sexually abused by Joseph,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, what the sexual abuse actually contained, I don't know. Okay. Um. But apparently Lori did not respond. Okay. She did talk about it at a later time when she was a guest host on a podcast saying oh. that she would kill her ex-husband. Good. Because he raped her kids. Okay. But we'll get to that Good in a minute. Good God. Um, at one point, remember Alex, Lori's brother? Yes. So, like I said, he's going to be a character in this. Joseph was attacked by him randomly at a park by a stun gun. Oh, my God. And Alex stuns him in the man parts. Okay? Ooh. Okay. Just to show you how crazy this whole family is, Alex also was trying to be a stand-up comedian. Okay. 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 And there's this video of him being a stand-up comedian, and he says, I tased this guy in the nuts the other day? Yeah. Oh, no. He starts it with, did you ever do something that you thought was the right thing to do, but then later found out it was a felony? Oh, my God. And then goes <laughs> in how his um, ex-brother-in-law used to rape the children <gasps> and that he tased him in the nuts for Oh, my it. God. Like, he says this as a, stand- as a stand-up. That's like a joke. People,
1: okay, it's crazy, that's... I'm joking. People... I can't get this thought out of my head. People will fucking joke about anything. That's not all I'm trying to say. I have seen, specifically, like, this week, stand-up comedians on TikTok joking about crazy shit. And I... (sighs) Usually like to say that you can joke about whatever you want,
0: but like, holy fuck! Well, like, and here's the thing: whether like joking about being chased in the nuts a felony. I don't care about any of that. The fact that you're going out and telling a crowd of people that your unaccused ex brother in law. Is, is a sexual predator right, that's what I'm towards saying. children while this is being recorded, right. and those kids will see it someday. That's what I'm saying. That's, like, literally insane. That's, that's an insane thing to say. That's selfish. Loud. Yeah. Like, there's mm-hmm. other things you can use as humor. Right. You know, that's not one of them. Yeah. Anyways, I digress. Um, I'm still not even, that's like, halfway years. through the first page of this, this okay. story. Wow. So, like, this is a, this oh, is cool. an intense story. Um, at this point, once she divorces Joseph, she was already part of the LDS church, but she starts becoming very, very involved in the LDS church. Okay. She met Charles Vallow by, she was a hairstylist. Right. And she was doing his hair. They fell in love. He was a little bit older. He was a F athletic, um, really muscular guy. He used to play college baseball. He was a really... And that's something... Please put a pin in that. He used to play college baseball. I okay. want you to take that little pin. Put that in there. Okay, Boop, it's no. pinned. Pinned. Okay. Um, also, from all accounts, 10 out of 10 guy. Like, okay. you really... There were a couple times where he got angry with the family because... Like, the family is in, like, her brothers and stuff? Um, I think it was more like the, the kids. kids and everything. I think it was more Lori specifically. Okay, okay, okay. Um, but overall, of, of we're on husband number four of okay, four. I was just about to ask about that question. How many? What we're on? Of four. <laughs> this is like so far the top rated. Okay. okay, gotcha, gotcha. Um, he was handsome. He had money and took care of Tylee and Colby at the time. Okay, he had had two kids of his own. Both okay. were believe both of them were adopted and full grown. Um, once they... Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so they, they were Didn't adopted. process. Yeah, they were adopted, but they were, like, grown Already, out of the house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> they were married in 2006. Keep okay. in mind, she was just in the pageant in 2004. So this is all happening really fast. And she was still married to Joseph at the time. She was still married to Joseph when she met Vallo. She was still mm-hmm. married to Joseph at the pageant, and then she met Vallow... After okay, okay, she okay, moved okay. To Texas. okay. So it's literally been like two years. Yeah, it's been this. about two years. Okay. Charles converted to the LDS Church just because of how much he loved her. Okay. And then they moved back to Arizona. So she's been like moving back and forth from Texas to Arizona. Okay. Good lord. Okay. We're gonna do some other things here too. Okay. Um, Joseph Ryan, because of how much he loved his daughter, Tylee, mm-hmm. moved to Arizona. Also. Also, so, okay. so he could still see his daughter. Sure. She's trying to get no visitation for Joseph, saying that he's an abusive man, that he Uh, rapes the kids, what have you. So this
1: is, when he moves to Arizona, is the first time she started saying all this stuff? No, it was before.
0: But when he moves to Arizona, like, because the law kept saying... You can't keep the kids away from him, right? Right. 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 And she's like, "Well, if I if the law keeps saying that, then I'm going to keep the kids away from him anyway, no how." So she picks sure, up and sure, moves sure, to Arizona, sure. and then he moves to Arizona with them. We're not there for very long, okay. so don't worry about okay, it. Okay. 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 Um, <laughs> but at that point, Charles' sisters. Mm-hmm. Okay, because Charles is a little bit older. Once again, mm-hmm. so like I think Lori at this time is maybe thirty-five. F- Ish okay, thirty-ish somewhere in there. Um, Charles is a little bit older. His older sister's grandson. Does that
1: okay. make sense?
0: Okay. I just want to make sure it makes sense because I, it was not making sense in my in my Velma brain for a while. Oh no! <laughs> did you did you lose it? I just got confused. So what's his
1: face vallows charles vallows charles vallows sister
0: older sisters grandson grandson so, so
1: what would that child be in relation to charles vallo
0: i that would be his great uncle
1: okay 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 okay
0: um but charles what the hell how does okay okay so charles and so Charles and Lori adopted him. His name is JJ. Okay.
1: Okay. 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 That's my I remember. Mom. Okay.
0: And he is autistic. Okay. Um, the reason that his sister did not adopt him mm-hmm. is just because she was older and she just thought that he needed a family, the younger sure, parents sure, 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 that sure, would sure. have a little bit more energy for him. Gotcha. But they were obsessed with JJ. They mm-hmm. took such good care of him. And J.J. and Tylee were inseparable. Mm -hmm. Tylee regularly called J.J. her kid instead of, like, they were, Mm -hmm. yeah, in every picture you see, it's those two together. Um, The LDS continued to become a bigger part of the family, and God told Lori to move to Kauai. And because that's what God said, the family picked up and moved to Kauai for three years. Okay. So there they go. They moved out to Kauai. Joseph Ryan did not follow because it is very expensive to live um, in Hawaii. Yeah. Anywhere. Um, From all reports, this was the best time of all the kids' lives. Like, they loved living on the island. They became part of the LDS church out on the island. Um, Charles was still going to the LDS church. She made a few friends there. Um, They did not stay past three years. Okay. At this point, one of the friends that she made there, she started hard complaining that Charles was not her spiritual equal. Okay. Which, um, I have a hard time understanding exactly what that means.
1: Well, I mean, I don't know exactly what it means in the LDS church, Mm -hmm. but in, like, Christianity, you're supposed to be equally yoked with your husband, so if... You know, you're you're not you're like not supposed to marry somebody who isn't a Christian, okay. basically. So he, you said this guy converted for mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. So it's maybe he she feels like he's not as invested in the religion as she wants him to be. Okay,
0: um, I know that he was always trying to keep up with her and her, the religion. Okay, and he just really cared about her. And yeah. I know I've said this before, but sometimes you're the person. You, that, like, it's really compatible with, you're just not good with. Yeah. And sometimes, I do believe in a lot of relationships, there's always somebody that loves somebody else more than the other person. Okay. And I think that role switches. And I think that Charles really, really loved Lori. Mm -hmm. Um, But because of the fact he was not the spiritual equal that she desired, (laughs) she told her friends at the new church in Kauai that... She had regular contact with the angel Morani. Okay. Do you know the angel Morani? No. Um. All I know about that is he's an angel that's... um. There's a statue of him in Italy. But when I looked him up, it's very part of the Latter-day Saints community. Yeah. The church. Um, they have their own text, I'm pretty sure. Right. Especially because, like... I speak Catholic, so like I know saints, and right. so I was assuming like it was gonna be something like a saint, and it usually okay. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to word this. With I'm not saying that either one's better, especially because like both teams have done bad things here. Sure, sure, but... sure. <laughs> <laughs> saints have a reason. So like the saint of animals, the saint of. <laughs> the saint of healing, the saint of finding lost things, sure. the saint of whatever. I was, just, I was looking to see what like this Morani was the saint of, mm-hmm. and I wasn't seeing anything that he was like a well angel, right? Like what he was the angel of. Sure, he just was an angel, and so that kind of confused me. In a, this is how I was brought up, so I got That's confused. How you, what M-O-R-O-N-I. M-O-R-O-N-I.
1: Yeah, so this isn't an angel from the Bible. It's, it's an not... angel from... The Book of Mormon?
0: Yes, from okay. Joseph Smith. Okay. So. So what is it an angel of, though? <laughs> um, Because, like, I thought that... And maybe I'm just confusing saints and angels.
1: Yeah, well, in the Bible there are angels that have certain duties. Right, that's what I thought. And, like, but I think there are some angels that are just, like, soldiers. So they don't have any, like, specific duties. Okay. But I couldn't tell you the names. I mean, I know some of the arch- archangels. But this guy looks like... Uh, so it's it's a... Angel, that's a, the guardian of the Golden Plates. Uh, it says, Morani is thought by Latter-day Saints to be the same person as a Book of Mormon prophet-warrior named Morani, who was the last to write in the Golden Plates. So.
0: Okay. I don't know what that means. Me neither. But <laughs> I do know that later in this episode I'm going to talk about being a warrior. Oh. Because there are warriors in the story. Great. I digress. Great. Um, my brain just died. Uh, (laughs) Um. So one day in 2016, very end of 2016, like Christmas, there's a video, and there's videos for like little snippets of all this because it's also social media time. Right, right, right. Of them saying that they are moving back to Arizona. Okay. Because of and she had told people because of JJ's health. They weren't able to get the health out there that they needed. Okay. Whether or not that was the case, I don't know. Right. Because she was not a truth to tell her. Yeah. If you will. Um, she just said whatever. Yeah, whatever came out of her mouth, whatever the brain was, we would... Yes. Okay. So, after moving back to Arizona and rejoining the LDS church, she met somebody named Melody Gibb. Okay. There are two Melodies in the story. One is Melody Gibb, who is her buddy, and one is Melody, which is her niece. Okay. Um. Melody, her buddy, is the one that starts getting her to start going to see... Diff- go to different, like, conventions. That's the word I was looking for. Thank you. Oh, what kind of conventions? LDS. Oh, okay. And at the time, now we're going to go into... When she became friends with Melanie Gibb, she became friends with also somebody named Zulema.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm not even going sure try the last name. Pastinis from the church. Okay. Don't they mean. always talked about the end times and started going to conventions that talked about the end times and just LDS beliefs and just kind of religious conventions. Mm-hmm. They went to this one convention that was called Preparing a People, which was for the end times. And there was somebody that was doing a speech there named Chad Daybell.
1: Oh, okay. Enter, enter protagonist
0: number two. Number
1: two. Yes. I really quick. I just gotta say that's one thing that I like about being a Christian is, well, I guess my brand of Uh not brand. No, like no, I'm like regular run of the mill (laughs) Christian. We don't worry squat about the end times because
0: yeah. there's not shit you can do about right. it. Right. and Like, these guys get real crazy about it. I know.
1: And I know, obviously, there are some, like, sects of Christianity that do mm-hmm. put a huge emphasis on end times, but regular smegular mm-hmm. average, don't, and it's awesome.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm just,
1: like, not afraid of death. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, <laughs> well <and laughs> the one thing I will say in all due respect to the LDS community, I don't know their actual beliefs about the end times, this I am 100% going to consider a subsect of LDS because the only reason I say that is because it's based on a book of, a series of books that Chad Daybell wrote that are technically fiction books. Oh
1: my god. Oh my god. And
0: then they start believing these.
1: Do you remember the Left Behind books? Maybe. That's probably the freaking Christian version of this. Who wrote those? Um, DJ Tanner? Yes. Her in real life brother.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Is the author of Kurt the- Cameron. Yes. Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah, from Growing Pains. Yes, that's the one. Oh my god, I it makes me so sad it's that he so grew up to be nuts. But those are great books. I'm sure they're great books. <laughs> But people believed this.
1: This, no, nobody believed the Left Behind books.
0: Oh. They believed the, these Chad Crazy Daybell books. Oh Yeah, they believed these books. Um, what's funny is, and you can't include this in here. <laughs> Actually, you might be able to. Hold on. What's funny is, um, I worked at a bookstore at the time, mm. and when everything happened, we had to pull his books off the shelf. No freaking way! Like, he was well-known enough that we had them in our bookstore. Oh, my gosh. And that, like, makes me weirdly, like, holy shit. Yeah, it, like,
1: had uh, some kind of small impact on your life.
0: It was a very weird, weird book series about how women should be the providers, men should be the, um, or men should be the providers, (laughs) women should be the... I was about to be like, huh, no. (laughs) I know. Like, it was very much so, like, how to love your husband the way he should be loved so he can be the warrior that he needs to be during the end times. Oh, my gosh. Um, And he... It was just nuts. But Lori had read his books and fell in love with his books before this had even happened. Scary. So when she met him, it was, like, instant sparks flying. Okay? Mm, Sure. And with Laurie and Sparks, that's a Sparks problem. Sparks of insanity. Sparks of <laughs> literal insanity. Um, and keep in mind, she's still married to Charles Dallow at the same Right, okay? right, 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 right. Who right. she thinks is not her spiritual equal. Right. So the second she meets Chad Daybell, he was there selling his books. And the sec literally within the first few sentences, he told her that they've already met... No. And this is, they have been married in several different lifetimes. <laughs> All right.
1: Chad Daybell had. Shoot
0: s- your shot. <laughs> As a whole, which comes to a head later, Chad Daybell had thirty-one lives.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Lori had twenty-one, and they were married in seven of those. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. So they were together for the long haul. <laughs> 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 I don't know if you're laughing because of how scary I said that or just because of how nuts it is. I think it was funny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because they they are.
1: Ride or die. Yeah, like ride or die. Yeah. And um I wanna live that many lives.
0: I mean they're warriors for like that prophet yeah. that we were talking about, the warrior right. prophet. Joseph Smith. They believed that they Marani. were that level of powerful. Oh. They had a ranking system for people that they had met once we get into this. Okay. Um, where it's like, if it's, you're three L, that means you're a three light. Mm. So that means you're good. Um, there were people that were like three D, which is three dark. That means you're a dark, bad, bad person. Baddy bad. Right. So right during the same time, Colby, who's a little bit older this time, he's 21, gets married to somebody that's a Christian. Oh, (laughs) <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> what happens? Lori gets big mad. Yeah. She gets
1: real mad. Yeah. LDS are particular about...
0: Right. And it's very sad because Colby was very close with his siblings, and neither one of them were allowed to go to the wedding. Yeah. I think JJ ended up going, but there's no pictures Is of the Is he still highlight. married to this girl? Yeah. They're still married. They uh, have a kid together and to everything. Love. And um, she knew tiley and knew jj and knew oh not to give anything away but well i think we've already (laughs) yes but they had actually met in high school the first time that they were he lived in arizona like several years before um when they got back there he started going to college out there and okay yeah okay (laughs) (laughs) my head's just heavy (laughs)
1: I love you so much. My head's heavy and my neck hurts
0: in perpetuity. In perpetuity. <laughs> in perpetuity. Um, but they fell in love and he started going with her to a Christian church and it started making Lori upset from the get-go. Yeah. So when the wedding happened, Lori would continuously say very terrible things to her and terrible things to uh, Colby about the wedding. Mm. Uh, Tylee was not allowed to go to their wedding and there's mm-hmm. no pictures of her from the wedding after they got married, uh, Lori started focusing even more on the end times. She started stockpiling food, she started making um like pretty much a doomsday shelter. Um <laughs> and started stockpiling like this was pre stocking toilet paper, but started stocking yeah. all that stuff like food yeah. that doesn't go bad, whatever. She was
1: That's hilarious. A
0: doomsday prepper. I literally I'm going to start doing <laughs> Yeah? Are you? <laughs> Kinda. You should just a little bit. Well, I mean, look I'm my, not crazy. I mean, look at my dad's house. I feel like that's the perfect level. Like he's enough. Oh yeah, he does. Like if for worst backups. case, yeah. If worst case scenario, we could survive in that house. Yeah. Pro- probably for, you know, at least a month. Yeah. At least. Not more. Mm-hmm. But anyways, <laughs> I digress. I'm trying to be like that. Yeah. <laughs> um. At this point, because they moved back to this area. In Arizona. Also keep in mind Joseph is now in Arizona. What's his last name again? Ryan. Joseph Anthony Ryan Jr. Right. Okay, okay,
1: okay, yeah, yeah. He had yeah, like yeah, 18 names.
0: Yeah. Yep. yep. Um <laughs> So the brother Alex also started coming around uh a lot more. Taser nuts. Taser nuts, yep. yep. Standard comedian. Um <laughs> and this is when they started <laughs> listening to podcasts. Oh god. Okay. So, at this point, That's Melanie... When you know you're going downhill. Right? That's when they started listening to LDS podcasts specifically. Mm-hmm. And Melanie Gibb, wouldn't you know, her new buddy, had her own podcast that talked about the LDS church. Okay. And Lori started becoming a regular host or guest host yeah. on the show. So, this one day, um, Chad Daybell... Hold on, let me <laughs> let me put a stop in that for two seconds. Okay. We're going to take a quick second and talk about Chad Daybell. Okay. So, Chad, in 1985, served in an LDS missionary in New York, and from that mission, he was a changed man.
1: Oh. So, like,
0: he went to school. This was when he was a little bit older. In high school, there was a woman named Tammy, Tamala. Okay. I think it's her name. Um. Who started talking to him while he was gone and she had told her sister that I'm going to marry him when he comes home from this. Okay. Okay. So at one point he had gone cliff diving. And at this point is when he had his first near death experience. Oh my gosh. Because he went cliff diving and he went on completely unconscious when he was in the water. Okay. At this point, he was able to see Beyond the Veil and got the power of being a prophet. Okay. He also had a second near-death experience. I wasn't Jeez. able to find much about that one. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so Tammy met him again after they moved back and they started dating and they ended up getting married. Okay. So that girl... I forgot
1: that he was also married through all this. Oh, yeah.
0: Um... And they had five children together. Jeez. At this point they were all grown Grown. He I say re- geez.
1: I know people with so many kids and mm-hmm. I should I,
0: anyway. But I feel like five kids is is a lot. That's a hint. yeah, you're brave. Yeah, you're brave if you to me I don't want one.
1: <laughs> That's
0: right. So like two. <laughs> Holy jeepus. Yeah. Two dogs is a lot for yeah. me. Yeah. I was looking at ferrets today though.
1: Dude. I want one, ferrets so. so bad, but everybody I know who's had them has been like, they're Something. amazing, but they smell so bad.
0: I know. I cannot have
2: another. I already inf- have. I, know. I already have
0: five smelling. I know. In my I house. wonder if there's. Well, we're gonna we're gonna put a pin in that. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I digress. So,
1: I built f- a ferret enclosure off the back of my house. Oh my god! That. Please.
0: Well, when just, I'm rich. Oh my god. <laughs> In 82 years. <laughs> oh my god. We got this. I'll start putting money into it. A ferret. <laughs> a ferret enclosure. A ferret enclosure. GoFundMe. <laughs> I know. A GoFundMe ferret enclosure. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So. Rescued ferrets. Rescued only. Yep. I love it. <laughs> Tax write off. <laughs> I'm trying to think of how to make rescue and ferret one word. Rareth. Fe- nope. Frescue. Uh, frescue. I like that. It's like Fresca. <laughs> fresca with the hair. <laughs> Let me get back to the story. Yeah. So he's seeing behind the veil. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. He's seeing the ferrets behind the veil. Yep. That's right. Um, <laughs> they has five. They has. He has hmm. five kids with Tammy. Right, 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 right. He also began writing books and became a publisher. Sure. And started publishing other people's books. Okay. Um, And he also had By a lot hand. of. What? By hand? Yeah. Like Sorry. a monk. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but he had a lot of followers in Rexburg. Right. He believed <laughs> that the end times were coming. That Rexburg was the new Jerusalem. Of course. <laughs> where else? Where Rexburg, else? Idaho. In case <laughs> I, if you don't know where Rexburg is. <laughs> we can't be laughing. This is... <laughs> This is serious business. Oh my gosh! So he believed that the the New Jerusalem was Rexburg, and that there was only a hundred and forty four thousand people that were going to survive uh, the apocalypse <coughs> to create I've heard a new. That
1: <laughs> you have, yeah. In the Bible, it says something about one hundred and forty four thousand people. Something, but uh-huh. I don't remember what. Either I just way. know that number. Uh, an amount of people is somewhere in the Bible. Right. It, like, and it's
0: something that's, like, they've been able to quote. So, like... Right. You know, religion. Um, <laughs> you right. But um, 144,000 in Rexburg, the New Jerusalem, in Idaho. Sure. Okay. He... <laughs> and remember about those... Right down there in God's country. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so remember how he told you he would also give people... The numbering system, the ranking system, so like oh my gosh, three light, right. four dark, two dark, whatever. Like the Pokemon cards? Right, exactly. He would also label people as Zs. Mm. Mm. <laughs> You're not going to be able to keep it together. Lay it on me. <laughs> Zombies. No! Dead serious. Do you know what a zombie was? Let me tell you what a zombie Please. was. <laughs> a zombie was, you. so if you became a zombie. Okay you became a zomb- zombie, Daphne died, and a demon took over your soul Ooh. and is acting as you.
1: Ew. Invasion of the body snatchers.
0: Yeah. And uh, so people could become, people that are like 3Ls, 4Ls, whatever, could become zombies. This Anybody could become a zombie.
1: sounds like my Dungeons and Dragons game.
0: <laughs> yeah. And they're serious. They were calling people zombies. <clears throat> like... They have all the text messages, all these are recorded, and you can even see they called it a Z. So. Had he read
1: Stephanie Meyer's uh, best-selling book, The Host, before this? Best-selling book?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Um, I bet he wrote a book on it. Probably. And people believed it to be real life. Like Twilight. Like Twilight. Twilight is real life. It is. I digress. (laughs) Anyways. The 144,000 people would carry on humanity to the rest of the end times. Of course. So, going on parallel with all of this happening, with her going out to Rexburg and whatever, Joseph Ryan, still around, Joseph Anthony Ryan Jr. Okay. Yep. Um, is still around trying to see (laughs) Tylee. Every weekend. 18 names. (laughs) Um, every weekend. Yep. Still trying to see Tylee every weekend. Okay. And where are they? They're in Arizona right now. Alright, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Because that's where he lived. He moved out there from Texas to be close to them. Right. She's still married to Charles Fallow. Where does he live? With them. Okay. In Arizona. <laughs> okay. I that's a solid question Thank because you. It's, okay. there's a lot of things going on. Hawaii, Texas, right, right, Idaho. Right. I'll give a map. you um, Yoho. <laughs> Have you heard the song Idaho? No. Oh my god, it's a great <clears throat> I'm gonna play it for you later. I digress. Okay. Um So, Melody had that podcast. Right. So, Lori was a guest talker on it a lot. You can no longer find the podcast episodes because they're Mm. a little uh, scary. scary. Mm -hmm. But there's one episode where they had Chad on the episode. So, it was the three of them because it was an LDS podcast. Right, right, right. And in the podcast itself, she talks about how she wanted to murder her ex-husband or says in the podcast that she... In the Bible, it says that you're allowed to murder somebody if they cross you once. Oh. They cross you twice. They cross you three times. Murder? Yeah. And she says, and I didn't, and whatever. Okay. That is. So I just want to. true. <laughs> we will come back to the podcast episode okay. because that's talked about a lot more. Okay. But I want to point out, Chad's also talking about the future and the end times. Mm hmm believed that Jesus told him about future events that were going to happen and it was happening fast. The end of the world was supposed to happen in July of 2020. Okay. Um which shit did happen in July of 2020. I don't know if you remember 2020. 2020 was a rough <laughs> I'm time. Try not to. Yeah. 2020 was a rough time. Um So, all this is happening. Joseph Ryan was found dead April 2nd. Oh no. 2018. Of 2018? Uh huh. April 2nd of 2018. Okay. Okay. So they moved back from <gasps> Kauai, 2016, mm-hmm. very end, so 2017. Okay. So about a year and like three months afterwards, Joseph Ryan is found dead.
1: Shooey. Okay. okay. I'm like thinking about what I was doing in those years. That's crazy how.
0: Yeah. Like this just... wasn't that long ago. No, that's like. Yeah. <laughs> So, but... It's like right there. Yeah. So, he's the first weird death to happen. Okay. Which, there has been nothing, unfortunately, so he was found dead. When he was found, he was found in advanced stages of decomposition. Uh, Okay, wow. And so, the way that he was found, this is after the podcast episode had come out, keep that in mind. But he, a dog had... He had lived in an apartment, and a dog had been sniffing around and sniffing around that door, and they finally went in and checked, and he was found. Mm. They called the rest of the Ryan's family, because remember, he doesn't have a family right? that's very close with him. Right, 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 right. And they called, like, one of the sisters mm-hmm. and said, hey, we have a body here. Mm-hmm. Is there any way somebody can come claim it? And she's like, I didn't even know what happened. So she called Lori... The body, okay, so I also want to point this out. So the body was in advanced stages of decomposition when he was found. Mm-hmm. He was sitting in the morgue for a month afterwards. Oh. Okay, so, like, he's not doing so good. Yeah. Okay, politely. Um. So the Ryans get a call. She calls Lori, and Lori's like, yeah, I knew. Ooh. And she's like, why didn't you tell us? And she's like, I didn't think you would care because he, was, because he was a sexual abuser and he was an abuser of the family. Okay, well, it's my brother, so. Right. So, it was a very weird situation that had happened. Um, so, that sister, her name is Annie, okay. um, ended up going out to see them right after she found out because Lori had said that Tylee needed some family time. Sure. Because that was Tylie's actual dad. Right, 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 yeah. Um, Tylee was, did not, nobody seemed to need any consoling is what she said. She said that everyone seemed fine. Mm -hmm. Um, Lori had also had a box of photo albums that are from the Ryan's family, Mm -hmm. which they had divorced many years ago that she had considered him, like, went, took him to court. Like, why would she have these? Like, these are not yours to have. And she said that after he had died, she and Tylee went to the police, asked to go into his apartment to grab these four Tylee, and the police let her go. Okay. The Rexburg, or nope, the Arizona Police Department has yet to comment on that at all. They shouldn't have
1: let her do that.
0: No, they shouldn't Right? Absolutely not. However, the body was also immediately cremated Buck. after the family came down. Yeah. So they only did an external look at him to see for an external autopsy, if you yeah, will,
1: yeah, yeah. instead
0: of cutting him open. Yeah. And uh, deduced that he had died of some type of cardiac arrest or cardiac issue. Okay. Um, when Amy had looked at pictures of him from recent he looked really bad. Mm. He, She had said that he was a very organized person. And when she saw pictures of his apartment mm-hmm. after they found him, mm-hmm. everything was in disarray. Everything was a hot mess.
1: Wow. So, so
0: she believed something had happened there. Yeah. And yeah. it was right after that podcast episode had come out about her. I'm saying she was going to kill her, her ex-husband. Yes. Geez <laughs> so, Louise. He was ruled as a cardiac arrest. Yeah. Unfortunately, there's nothing more that can be done about him. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> as Dang. crazy as that is. Yeah. So at that point, um, when Tylee, when Colby found out, because that was also Colby's, the one that like he had a hard time with. Yeah. He wanted to make sure at least that, like, Tylee was okay. Yeah. And Tylee was just like, okay, it's not a big deal. Like, it's fine. Yeah. So, he, like,
1: texted her something um, and,
0: yeah. Yep. And, like, just was very nonchalant about it. They were very concerned that Tylee was getting brainwashed. Yeah. But I think the problem is, is Tylee was not. And I'll tell you that more later. Okay. Um, so, some of the other things that Lori said to the Ryan family was that the world was a better place without him. Mm. Why are they sad? It sh- they should be ecstatic that the world is going to be a better place. That's so weird. Oh, yeah. It is very bizarre. Um, also, at this time... Lori was informed by Chad, so Chad Daybell, I'm going to call him by the last name because Charles yeah. and Chad kind of mess me yeah. up, Daybell, religious man, mm-hmm. um, informed Lori that Charles Vallow had become a zombie. Oh my gosh. And um, there was a demon living inside of him. The demon's name was Ned or Nick Snyder. It's been both <laughs> told Ned and Nick.
1: Why? Why? <laughs> Why was that his
0: name? I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> so, <laughs> he had called the boy. Ned Snyder.
1: That's like. That's somebody's dentist. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, dentists are kind of demons. And I'm coming from experience right, right.
1: now. I had a great. Dentist growing up. Dr. Skordalakis. Ned Snyder. Ned Snyder. That's hysterical. Okay.
0: Ned Snyder.
1: Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide. What? That TV show. Don't remember
0: that one. (gasps) Oh my gosh. I'll have to look it up. It's really good. So Ned. Schneider. Yeah. Um. All of a sudden, as soon as she was told that by Chad... She's telling her whole family that Chad is cheating, or er, whoop, she's telling all of her family <laughs> that Charles is cheating, Charles Vallow is cheating on her, that he's becoming abusive.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Um, telling all of her family not to talk to him and to, like, ignore him. Yeah. At this time, he's also trying to reach out to her family saying, she's lost her mind. Yeah. She thinks she's a god she That's thinks right. that she is a prophet and a being from 15 other lives. Yeah. She needs help. That's what, like, literally all of Charles' emails have been printed. Yeah. All of them, like, yeah, he was a little bit neurotic. But, like, he was saying she yeah. needs help. And how There's could you problem. not be
1: neurotic when your
0: spouse is, like, going bonkers? Absolutely fucking crazy. Yeah. Um. All of them were ignoring him. Colby, Damn. even, Colby, which is her son. Colby Jack Cheese. Yep, I like Colby. Um, he had even said, I don't want to get involved in this. This is between you and my mom. Oh, my God. Which, like, you're the child. Yeah. So yeah. fair. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Like, I probably would have said the same thing if somebody came at me with, you know, I hate to say it. Um, so, at this point, Charles comes home from a business trip mm-hmm. um, on January 30th of 2019. So when he gets home, the flight is canceled. Wait, who comes home from a business trip? Charles. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So all this is happening. He has to leave for a business trip. He goes to come home. He's I think he went to Texas. He has to come home to Arizona okay. where they're still living. Okay. His flight was canceled. Uh oh. Completely canceled. Um, so he had to buy a whole new flight, realize that his bank account was drained. Oh no. So, he was still able to have enough money to afford to come home Uh because of, like, the money he had on him. When he gets there, his car and his truck was already removed from the airport. What? So, he gets home, has no way to get home, no way to drive himself home, no way to get there. Right. Like, so, he ends up having to call, like, a taxi, whatever. Um, When he gets back to his house... All of the keys, all the locks have been changed.
1: Oh, my god! And
0: nobody's home. So he calls the police, and he's like, I can't contact her. I can't get in touch with her. I can't get in touch with my kids. I have no idea what's going on. She, last thing I heard, she's threatening my life. She's threatening the kid's life. She's saying that she's going to kill me. She's saying that I'm a zombie, that I'm, like, in the best part about all of this, it's on camera. So there's, like, a police body cam Whoa. that's watching Charles say all of this. About how she thinks she's a prophet. She thinks she's this. She's Whoa. threatening to kill me. She's threatening the kids. I don't know what's going on. I'm terrified for the kids. Yeah. Um. And he Ooh, was worried that so it's... so scary. So, anyways, the police actually broke into the house for him because he was able to prove that he lived there and that mm-hmm. he owned the house. Um, so, the police broke into the house, like, kicked down the door. Yeah. And at that point, all of his stuff had been removed and Whoa. thrown away. Um, except for like a basic things like a couch and whatever, but like everything else thrown away.
1: So that was the house like empty other than those basic things? Mm-hmm. Or was her was she still living there?
0: Uh she ends up living there, but okay. at the time no. Okay. She was gone. Okay. And so were the kids. Okay. So the next day, Charles shows up at JJ's school because he still can't get a hold of her, yeah. can't get a hold of the kids, needs to figure out what's going on because yeah. he cares. Yeah, like realistically, absolutely. he cares yeah. about these kids. And so he shows up at the school, especially because he's like fearing for their lives, right? Like, and he's terrified because she's going off the deep end. Thinks that he might be going off the deep end because realistically, when you've got somebody that's that crazy around you, um, and I hate to say this, you start to feel crazy because they're crazy. Yeah, and this is coming from somebody that like I've had that problem before my whole life. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: and I'm not going to get too much into it, but like it's. It's hard yeah. to make yourself know that you're not crazy. Yeah. Um, so he sees her dropping JJ off and she's driving a, a car and he takes her purse to try and get her to stop because okay. she was going to leave.
1: Okay.
0: Not probably the best move, yeah. but at the same time. You're freaking out. You haven't been yeah. able to contact her. Yeah. She canceled your plane tickets. Yeah. Like,
1: oh, his plane ticket had been canceled? Not yeah. his flight had been canceled
0: before. No, his plane ticket okay, was okay, canceled. Okay, 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 okay. All right, all right, all right. Like, she wow. called in to refund That's the good.
1: ticket. Okay, okay, okay.
0: Yeah. Okay, holy shit. Absolutely crazy. Okay. Um, But he also was the one that called the police. It wasn't even Lori. It was him that called the police to be like, I need to figure out what's going on. Like, yeah. she just up and disappeared. The whole family won't talk to me because they say that if... She's had told the family if Charles reaches out to you, he's lost it. Please yeah. ignore him. Yeah. So she kind of was able to manipulate everybody around him. Yeah. To do what
1: she would be done.
0: Yep. Yeah. Once again, all of this is recorded body cam. Okay, that's right. And uh, police interview cam. Yeah. Because at this point, they all go down to the police station. Okay. Including Tylee. Okay. Tylee, I feel really, really bad for because I feel like she was being manipulated to say things that she did not need to, yeah, but right. I digress. Um, they interviewed Tylie about what had happened. How old was she at this point? Do you know? At 16. Oh, yeah. 16 to 17. She's, yeah. Completely and being homeschooled. in her
1: mom's clutches. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, they made, at this point, they had Lori take a psych evaluation. Mm-hmm. And they cleared her? Cla- pa- past the flying colors. Yeah. Of course they did. Um, so at this point, Charles had to move to Houston for work because oh. he and her were separated. He had nowhere else to live. Yeah. He was kind of paying for the house because they weren't officially divorced yet. And so he moved to Houston, stayed with some, like, an apartment in Houston and would come up. Apparently it's not that far of a drive, but would come up to Arizona to see her and the kids often. Okay. Um on July 2nd of 2019, so the plane issue happened January. So okay. we're going fast forward to July. Okay. Yeah, like all of this is happening like yeah. right there. I'm, tra- um, I'm
1: trying to figure out how I wasn't following this case, but that was a tumultuous time in my right. life. So. Well, and
0: this is, this is, I think, the first time where it starts getting a lot of attention. Okay. Um, so July 2nd of 2019, Charles found emails from his name to Chad Daybell. Okay. um, Saying things like uh, meeting up for a book that Chad is going to be publishing for him. Um, Saying that Chad is welcome to come stay at his house. They have a guest room. So
1: it's there's like a paper trail that looks like he's having some polite conversations with this
0: gentleman. Right. Um, And he was able to figure out, meaning Charles Vallow, was able to figure out that It was Lori emailing him. Right. um, Clearly. And so that way Tammy wouldn't know that Chad is stepping out, going to visit her and staying at her house when Charles is not there. Right. And that she was having an affair.
1: Right, 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 right.
0: So Charles pretty much told Lori, I'm emailing Tammy. Like, this is it. Like, I've got all the paper trails. I'm gonna email her to say I'm not writing a book. My wife and your husband are having a fling.
1: Uh
0: huh. Um, all this is a, a big problem. He also reaches out to the other brother. So we know Alex Cox, Taser Nets. Um, <laughs> 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 um <laughs> the other brother, Adam Cox, really, really isn't in the picture. Okay. He's kind of in the background. But Adam or Alex? No. This is the one that's not in the picture. Okay, okay, Adam okay. and Charles were able to con- have a conversation. Oh, okay, okay. And Adam was like, I agree with you. I see these emails. This is a problem. Yeah. I'm going to fly in tomorrow. Oh,
1: shit.
0: I'm going to go ahead and get my mom and everybody together, and we're going to have an intervention with Lori. Wow, okay. Okay, so he was completely on Team Charles, and he was pretty much ready to rumble. It was, Charles was going to get JJ from Lori meet at Lori's mom's house. Mm -hmm. And then all of them were going to have Lori come over and they were going to have a chat.
1: Okay.
0: Alex was informed. Oh no. So Alex is the other brother. Taylor nuts. Um, when Charles drove up from Houston, he had gotten a rental car mm-hmm. and he got to Lori's house and the last text message he had sent was to Adam and it said Alex is here.
1: Oh I'm starting to
0: remember what happens next. And that's where I'm gonna leave the story. Oh my gosh. Bum-ba-bum. <laughs> So wow. uh, we are going to pick it up next week. Right I think on. that's a good... I think that's good, a great cliffhanger. Yeah. Good, 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 good. All right. Good breaking point. I wow, know. Wow, it was a palooza. That's crazy. Squonka <laughs> My My dad keeps saying it wrong. He keeps... What does he keep saying? Squonka Pulaski? Squanka something <gasps> else. And I keep correcting him because he's like super into it. Mm-hmm. He wants to get... Have you ever seen those... Um, it's something you go like you swing over your head and it makes a noise like, "Ooh, yes. My dad wants to get those market them, sell them as a squonk soother. (laughs)
1: That's awesome.
0: And I'm like, no, no. But anyways, (laughs) that's awesome. So that's where I'm going to leave you guys. Yeah. And, uh, we smoked a lot of weed, um, and today's been a long day, and I'm I need a nap, so I think we're done. Yeah, it's time to chill. Okay, hey, we'll talk to you next week.
1: Yeah, stay with come check us, come
0: back. Stay with come. come nope, that's what you said.
1: <laughs> come back next week and find out what happens. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, follow us on Instagram at underscore pod, please. And remember, y'all. Come see us at Palooza on August 26th. Stay dangerous.